My name is Nola, and I wanted to share the story of how I once gave up on math. When prompted by the phrase, math is, my first instinct is to say, everything. I love math so much. I do it for fun. I do it when I'm bored. I do it all the time. <laughs> Since I was very young, I've had a special connection with math. Even if it wasn't quite so obvious at first, it eventually started to show through. When I was in first grade, a family friend who was a fourth grade teacher decided to teach me multiplication one night, and I picked it up very quickly. So she decided to try long multiplication, and I picked that up too. It was eventually realized that I was really good at recognizing patterns and being able to recreate them, which explained my ability with math. I rarely remember the rules for math, I just recognized the patterns, and that's what I remember. When I was 13, I was tested in tag for math ranking in the 99th percentile in the nation. And when I took any standardized school test, my scores were always extremely high. When I took the SAT, my score was a 720. And the only reason it was not an 800 was because I accidentally didn't see the last two questions for one of the sections of math, so I never answered them. But every other question I answered, I got correct, even the ones you had to fill in for yourself. So, with all of my amazing happenings with math, it's a wonder what could have led me to quitting and just giving up. When I was a junior in high school, I was taking calculus. And during one of the first weeks of school, I got really sick, and so I missed an entire week of lessons. And after that week, we had our first math test. When I arrived to school the next week to take my math test, I received my very first F on any form of a math, and it broke me. Never mind the fact that I was sick the previous week, so that shouldn't matter too much. I can always retake it. But that didn't matter to me. All that mattered was the fact that I didn't get an A. And with that, I lost all of my confidence in myself with math. Every prior good thing that I could do didn't matter anymore. And I continued to fail the tests in calculus. I eventually got a tutor who was a former math teacher from my high school. And just like what happened when I was in first grade with the family friend who was a fourth grade teacher, whenever he prompted me with a new form of calculus, I was able to do it in front of him without much help, and I was good at it. I even received my favorite compliment from him of all time. He told my mother that while watching me do calculus, or just watching me do math, actually, was like watching Goodwill Hunting. I'd never seen the movie, but I knew what that meant. He knew I was capable of doing this math and calculus, but I still barely managed to pass my math class of calculus with a C. It would, at this point, I still decided not to quit yet. I figured I'll take a break for the, my senior year and start up again my first year of college. Fast forward to my first year at PCC. It was my second term, the spring of 2017, and I decided it was time for me to ca tackle calculus once again. Well, lo and behold, 
I got sick again during one of the first weeks of school that term. And when I returned, we had a math test. And I failed once again. The only reason I failed this time, though, was because I did not know how to properly display my math that is required in college. And because of that, even when all my answers were correct, I failed. And it was at this point, I thought, I can't do this. And I officially gave up. I decided that I was incapable of doing calculus. And this time, instead of getting a C in my math class, I got a no pass. I'm pretty sure I ended up with would either been a D or an F. I don't know for sure which one. By this point, I had acquired a fear of calculus, and I had never wanted to see it again. Just thinking about it caused me to have major, major stress, and I remember wanting to cry. I had eventually decided that I wanted to become a teacher, specifically for elementary school, since the only math class I could do at this point was lower division. I couldn't pursue my dream of doing a career with math, so why not help other students eventually get to that point is what I was figuring. I signed up for the foundation of elementary math class here at PCC, and it was in that class I heard an inspiring story from my teacher. They are a great teacher, especially with math. They have great math abilities. But in high school, they barely passed high school with a D in remedial algebra. And then there they were, teaching college math. After hearing their story, I was able to come to the realization that the only thing preventing me from doing calculus was me and my self-doubt. I could clearly do calculus as I was able to do the math for my tutor before. And he thought, said I did an amazing job at it too. It was just when it came to taking the tests, I would doubt myself so much that I was convincing myself I was answering my questions incorrectly. And so I would change the process of what I was doing. And that is what would provide me with the incorrect answer. Not because I had no clue what I was doing at all, but because I didn't think I could do it. I had convinced myself that I was incapable of doing calculus when the only thing that I was incapable of was believing in myself, and I knew I needed to fix that. I retook Calculus 1 in the fall of 2018, and my very first test score was a 99.33%, and the only reason it was not a 100% was because I forgot to include a negative sign. It's always those things that get me. I always forget to do something. It's not because I don't know it, it's because I forget about, forget about those small detail. And by the time that we got to the end of the semester, my final grade in calculus was an A. I remember being so happy about that because I realized it was my self-doubt all along. I could do calculus, but it was just myself holding me back. 
I still struggle from time to time with not doubting myself, but it's gotten much better. When Damien asked me to be on his podcast, I knew that I want to share my story of my struggle with my self-doubt because there are so many people out there who believe themselves to be incapable of doing many things or that they aren't smart enough to do these things. Well, I'm here to tell you that you are capable. You are smart enough. The only thing that is holding you back is your own self-doubt. It took me years to realize this, even with other people telling me that I was capable, that I could do this, that I was amazing. What they were saying though, that didn't matter to me because it had to come from within. I know that I'm currently being one of those other people telling you that you're capable of doing this, but I'm coming from the standpoint of someone who has lived with this self-doubt and I have acknowledged it and I still struggle with it. But I'm also a person who realized that I am not the only one who struggles with this and that other people need to hear that they can do things. Because you are so capable of doing so many amazing things. It's just the self-doubt that you're hearing that is stopping you. So whenever you think you can't do something, just realize you can do it. The only thing that can't do it is your belief. And that's not what it needs to be. It needs to be from within a full, full belief. You are capable of doing amazing things and do not let anyone, especially yourself, tell you otherwise.